Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. Jesse Talbot stood on the steps of the house Kip needed rented in Malibu. Jesse and Ben Talbot had left Kip just a few moments ago to take the train which would return them to Wakefield. Ben was in the taxi in front of the house now. But Jesse had to talk to Kit alone to see if she couldn't create an antagonism between Ben Calvert and his daughter. She had purposely forgotten her gloves, dropped them down in the back of a chair so that she'd have a pretext to go back and speak to Kit alone. Kit had told her father that there wasn't going to be any divorce, that she planned to return to Wakefield after the baby was born. She had promised that when she returned, she and Bill and the child would move into his house to live with him. This didn't fit into Jesse's scheme at all. After her years of humiliation, of being the laughingstock of Wakefield society, she had finally managed to force Ben Calvert into a marriage, a marriage that would mean nothing to her if Kit were to be mistress of the house. All her ambition would be unfulfilled if she had to share the house with Ben's daughter. Kit had always hated her and would take every opportunity to show Jesse up, to let people know that Ben's marriage to her was a fraud. Jessie put out her hand, her left hand, with the wedding ring on the third finger, and pushed the doorbell. Oh, Jessie, did you forget something? Yes, Kit, I forgot my gloves. I had an idea you would. I looked around, but I didn't see anything. Come in. What do you mean, you thought I would? Well, I rather thought you'd want to get in a word or two before you left. You were unnaturally silent while Dad was around. Are those your gloves behind the chair, then? Oh, yes. Thanks. Well? As a matter of fact, I did want to talk to you. There are a few things you ought to know. My, what a helpful little thing you've become lately. First, you go out of your way to trace me, to find out why I left home, in order to have the jump on Dad. And now here you are, offering to tell me things I ought to know. <laughs> You're pretty sure of yourself, aren't you, Kit? Why shouldn't I be? Oh, for several reasons. For one thing, you seem to be laboring under a delusion. You think your father wants you back in Wakefield out of paternal affection. Certainly he does. I think I know Dad a little better than you do, Jesse. Oh, no, you don't. Your father doesn't tell you the truth any more than he does anyone else. Look, Jesse, I know you're jealous of Dad's interest in my welfare. You've always resented me ever since I came back to Wakefield and married Bill. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? You've never treated me with anything but contempt. I don't see what good all this talk is doing. What's on your mind, Jesse? Let's get it over with. Your father doesn't want you back in Wakefield because he loves you, Kit. He wants you back because... Because he hates Mary Lane. Granted that he does. That's no news. But I don't get the connection. You're being deliberately dense. You know very well what I mean. Ben's afraid that your marriage will split up, that Aunt Mary's niece Peggy will get Bill. He wants you there so he can keep track of things, to keep you and Bill together and Peggy and Bill apart. Bill hasn't seen Peggy since I left. Is that so? 
What makes you so sure? Because he promised that... Yes? Never mind, I just know. Bill happens to be one man who keeps his word. It's no use, Jesse. You can't stir up anything in that direction. I realize how you hate the idea of my coming back to live in Dad's house. That rather detracts from your success, doesn't it? Well, all I say is if you do come back, assuming that everything goes all right with the baby, you'll be living in that house without Bill. Indeed. Aren't you being a little wild in your statements? What's your basis for that assertion? Bill and Peggy are just waiting for you to have this baby kid. Then he's going to insist on a divorce. Hmm. You'd like that, wouldn't you? But you're whistling in the dark, Jessie. You can't upset me with your wishful thinking. No, it's not wishful thinking. I know what I'm talking about. How can you? In the first place, Peggy doesn't even know that I'm going to have a baby. Doesn't she? Of course she doesn't. I just told you, Bill keeps his word. He wouldn't say anything. Maybe Bill wouldn't. But Aunt Mary might. Aunt Mary? What do you mean? I told her all about it. By this time, Peggy knows the whole situation. You told... You didn't miss a trick, did you? But after the one you've just pulled on Dad, you can hardly expect me to believe you now, Jessie. That's up to you, of course. The fact remains, Kit, that Peggy understands Bill's situation now. And, of course, she knows how he feels about you, this marriage, and about the baby. Of course, I, I don't have to remind you how he feels about that. If you think I don't see through this, you're greatly mistaken, Jesse. But I'm not going to let you get by with it. I am coming back to Wakefield, and I'm bringing the baby with me. You know, you surprise me. I've always thought you were independent, even arrogant. Now, here you are, crawling on your hands and knees to a man who doesn't love you. A man who never did. That's not true. Oh, yes, it is. Bill only married you out of pity. I had a talk with him a long time ago. I told him all about your mother's people, your heredity. I felt he had a right to know. Well, it obviously didn't affect him. We did get married. What else could he do? You were already married when I told him. You'd been married secretly in Chicago. I realized from what Bill said then that if he'd known it in time, he would have backed out. But he felt sorry for you. He thought it would be too cruel to let you down. As you say, he's such a conscientious young man. I don't believe it. Your father knew about it all the time. He knew Bill wanted to get out of the marriage. But that's the sort of man Ben is. He didn't care if you were unhappy so long as he got what he wanted. And that was to get back at Mary Lane by hurting Peggy. I think you'd better go now, Jesse. You see, we have something in common after all, Kit. You've been the victim of Ben's ego all your life, just as I have. But if you can't see that, you want to come back to Wakefield and be a cat's paw for him, go ahead. If you want to come back and see for yourself that I've told you the truth about Bill and Peggy, well, it's up to you, of course. 
But somehow I can't conceive of you having so little pride as to fight for a man who doesn't want you. Chip sat there stunned. The picture Jesse had drawn of Bill and Peggy waiting. Of Peggy's knowing about the child. Of her father keeping the whole truth from her. Chip tried to beat the picture out of her mind. She kept telling herself that Jesse was lying. It couldn't be true that Bill had just stuck it out with her out of pity. From a feeling of obligation and duty. And yet, she kept remembering something Bill had said. Man doesn't like to be deceived, Kit. Doesn't like to feel that he's been forced or buffaloed into anything. I... The thing is, I've never lost my feeling for Peggy. These words of Bill's came back to Kit. She imagined Peggy, smug, happy little Peggy Lane, discussing the whole situation with Bill. Being understanding as Peggy would be. Pitying her, Kit Mead, because she was going to have a baby with all the implied uncertainties. It was too much. She had to get the truth. She had to ask her father before it was too late. Make him admit that the things Jesse had said were not true. These thoughts raced through Kit's mind in an instant after Jesse had closed the door. Perhaps there was still time. Kit jumped up and dashed out the door. Dad! Dad, wait! Taxi turned and drove off toward the highway. At the foot of the steps, Kit lay motionless. The rain beat down on her unconscious face. <laughs> 